I'm Tavis Smart. That's Kanye West. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. June is Black Music Month. In case you've just tuned in, we've been playing, playing uh, the best of Kanye West uh, in our program all three hours today. Well, not the first hour. First hour, we had Dr. West in, Cornell West. Uh, was in the studio today live talking about his presidential campaign. So it was good to uh, see my friend and brother. And uh, we had a great one-hour conversation. If you missed it, it will be posted shortly uh, on all of our platforms. Check out the podcast. That's why we say all the time. Listen in real time or check out the podcast at your leisure. So the uh, conversation with uh, presidential candidate, I got to get used to saying that, <laughs> Cordell West, uh, will be available here shortly on all of our platforms as a um, as a podcast. Um, but uh, in the second and third hours, we are playing some of the best of Kanye West as we celebrate June, Black Music Month. Once again, every day this month on this program, we are picking out an artist uh, who we love and you love and playing the best of their stuff. I said yesterday, uh, quoting uh, Du Bois, that uh, uh, Du Bois asked that question, would America have been America without her Negro people? The answer, of course, is no. But you take black folk off the soundtrack of America, you ain't left with nothing. Uh, the musical experiment in this country just falls flat if you take black folk out of the equation. Uh, and so we are pleased to celebrate uh, June as Black Music Month every June. Uh, and we're doing as we always do, again, playing the best of a particular artist on any given day of the week. And today that artist is Kanye West. Uh, in in this hour, two conversations on the B side of this hour. We'll be, we'll be joined by our regular commentator, uh, regular contributor, Connie Rice, uh, to recap several trending political stories as we head into the weekend. We'll get her thoughts uh, first and foremost on the Justice Department informing Donald Trump yesterday that he is, in fact, the target in this classified documents probe. And for many uh, legal experts, that uh, portends an indictment in the not-too-distant future. Mike Pence at a town hall last night on CNN. So much more to talk about in the world of politics. We'll do that with Connie uh, after news, traffic, and sports at the bottom of this hour. We commence this hour in conversation with our friend Shaletta Brundage, uh, who uh, is an Emmy Award-winning comedian, talk show host, best-selling author, USA Today, Woman of the Year, extraordinary woman in her own right. She wrote a piece um, recently that got my attention. It's called, um, her, her point in the piece is uh, honoring the boss ladies in our midst. Honoring the boss ladies in our midst. It's a piece that she wrote that I want to talk about with her, and we'll do that right now that Shaletta is on the line. Shaletta, how are you today? I am so good to be talking to you. <laughs> it is always so good to hear your voice. You and your team bring me so much joy. It's just it's good to be around family. I can let my English slip and, and my <laughs> verbs split up if I need to, and yeah. won't nobody judge me. It's it's good to be around. I can take my shoes off. I can, I can undo my girdle, and we can, we gonna have us a good time. I, I take the snaps off like my grandmother say, my brazier, yeah. and just re rear back because we were family. And I can be myself. I can be myself. We are. We are. Family. As a matter of fact, I mentioned you heard me mention that we're playing a different artist every day. On Monday of this week, we played uh, our artist all three hours was Sliding the Family Stone. And of course, we, we played that track. Thank you for letting me be myself again. So you can always be yourself, always be yourself around here. So let's. So first of all, let me start. The audience uh, who've been listening for the last couple of years, by the way, we're celebrating, uh, Shaletta, our second anniversary on Juneteenth. So in just a few days, we'll be two years old and things are moving in the right direction. All the indicators are are, are pointing in the, the, the positive direction. So we're very uh, thrilled and delighted, but mostly just grateful uh, to God and to this audience for the success we've had in these uh, two years of KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, I, I, I raise that because as we move toward um, that anniversary, 
um, we are building audience, of course, every day. And for those who listen to this program, they know uh, you because they've heard you on this program a few times. And uh, so that they are excited as I am that you're that you're back today. So I want to start by asking, how are you? How is your family? Uh, how are your children? How is the business? So g- give us an update on how things are going since we last talked. Man, let me tell you something. If God was any better to me, I would be in heaven. You know, I, I just, I tell you, everything is going so great. Um, you know, I've got, like you, uh, this production company, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, got tired of fighting for a seat at the table, so I built a network of podcasts, mm-hmm. right, um, that are all hosted by black subject experts. We're based in Minnesota. And, you know, we have tapped into something i think you and i have tavis where our people are looking for authentic voices to give them their messaging you know mm-hmm. people are not um watching tv anymore they're not reading the newspaper they're going to people they trust like a tavis smiley and a shaletta brundage to figure out where to travel mm-hmm. right where to where to go eat out where to go on vacation which doctors and hospitals uh to 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 make sure that that they take care of their families. And so these companies are lining up to do business with us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Target and General Mills, you know, they threw that George Floyd guilt money at us, right? I Mm -hmm. took it. I ain't going to lie. I took that George (laughs) Floyd guilt money. I sure did. But what happened was they saw the results that they got Mm -hmm. and how their customer base got diversified and and all the new foot traffic and and the butts and the seats and the people through the doors. And so now we're going on. We just celebrated our three-year anniversary. Congratulations. Um, and thank you. In, in February, see, we, we got we, we know how to do stuff. You said Juneteenth. I, I started my company on February 1st. There you and go. I've been thinking there you I'd go. have done it on Juneteenth, <laughs> but I was thinking about black history. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Yeah, that ain't bad. <laughs> and so and so now, three years later, I was talking to my accountant because I had to get an accountant day back and bring trucks up full of money to my house. Uh, because And, and they ain't doing it because I'm cute. They're doing it because I, I got impact and influence. And, and that's what people are putting their equity mm-hmm. on our influence to get them the results that they want. And the accountant said, look, you got to run payroll. You gotta have you gotta you gotta take these contractors to employee status because you working them too hard. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna take you to escort. Tavis, mm. I got a kid. I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen, Tavis, with the computer in the kitchen with a towel hooked on my shoulder. I got a, I got still got a cordless phone. The kids is on the sofa, and and and, and Teletub is is on the TV. Tavis, I'm gonna tell you because we family. Mm-hmm. This little old small business that I started mm-hmm. in the kitchen of my house, where I'm still in the kitchen because I'm grimy like that. Mm-hmm. This quarter alone. This quarter alone, we made $250,000 first quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? First quarter. Won't the he year. do it? And and, and I would have had to work uh, 50, 1100 years mm-hmm. at that job I had, but I stepped out on faith. Yeah. I stepped out on faith. God told me to go, and that's the thing. We have to remember, if God gives us the vision, he'll make the provision. That's right. We are so afraid. We are so afraid to fail that we miss success. And I told God, I want everything you got for me. I don't want to get to heaven, and he shows me something that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. People say, well, you move too fast. You're doing too much. I'm moving fast because i got to catch up because for years I believed the lie that I wasn't worthy. Mm-hmm. I believed the lie that I couldn't do it. I believed the lie that it wasn't for me. Right. Mm. And now I know the truth. I know it is for me. I know I am worthy. I know I am capable. So I'm going to get my stuff. Mm. 
This is why I love Shaletta Brundage. Every time she comes on, it puts a smile on my face. And when I get done talking to her, I can just levi- levitate out this studio. I don't, I, don't, I don't need no help. I can just levitate, just fly right on out of here because every time she comes on, she is a shot of adrenaline, a shot of positivity. Uh, and I, I love it. I love talking to her. When we come forward, uh, speaking of talking to her, I want her to uh, unpack this piece that she wrote called uh, Honoring the Boss Ladies in Our Midst. We'll unpack that with Shaletta when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Kanye is uh, pretty high on my prayer list these days. Um, Praying for that brother. But you cannot fade his artistic genius. That you cannot fade. And today is Kanye's birthday. We celebrated uh, Prince yesterday. Uh, Prince, where he's still with us, would be 65 years old. And today we celebrate the artistic genius of uh, Kanye West celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday, uh, Kanye. Uh, our guest uh, right now is Shaletta Brundage, and I'm pleased to have her back on this program. Um, Shaletta wrote a piece that got my attention. I wanted to get her to spend some time with us unpacking uh, a piece where she's saying it's time for us to honor the boss ladies in our midst. Shaletta Brundage, take it away. Well, I watched the movie Air. Um, it's the first movie from Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's company, Artist Equity. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Mother's Day, and um, my kids had not gotten me what I thought they should have gotten. Me. Okay, I got four <laughs> kids. I'm like, I don't want these homemade cards. I want y'all to go to the store and buy me something. So I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to watch this movie that I have not had a chance to watch. And when I finish, it better be some gifts up in here. Mm-hmm. So I laid here in peace and watched Air Movie. Um, about how the Nike deal got done and how Michael Jordan, um, you know, became a billionaire from the sale of these shoes. And I did not know that his mother, Dolores Jordan, Mm -hmm. single-handedly shook down the CEO of Nike in the kitchen of her house on a phone hooked to the wall with a towel on her shoulder. And let me just tell you something. When a black woman slapped that towel on her shoulder, <laughs> whoever she is talking to is in trouble. Yeah. And these, these, these people at Nike, Sonny Vaccaro, and Phil Knight, and they were trying to tell her, look, this is the best deal you're going to get. We usually give $250,000 to three or four players. And she said, no, we want a percentage of every shoe. You eat, we eat. She knew her son's worth. She knew her family's worth. And Tavis, without the power of social media, without a business degree, without Google or the Internet, this woman used her business savvy Mm -hmm. and her mother's wit to single-handedly change the shoe industry. Every athlete after Michael Jordan not only got a fee, but a percentage of the sale of their shoe. That didn't happen until Dolores Jordan demanded it. Mm -hmm. And I looked this woman up because I was just so intrigued and so fascinated as a woman in business about how she carried herself and how she sat across from the CEO of Converse and Adidas and Nike and and didn't flinch or budge and and didn't cow down or demur. I I mean, it was just amazing to see Viola Davis play this character. So I wanted to look up the real Dolores Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I looked up Mrs. Jordan, and I see all these awards she's won for philanthropy and humanitarianism. Not one business award. Not one. Mm. This woman should be teaching 
at Harvard Business School. <laughs> she should have gotten a business award immediately and every year thereafter from somebody, but she didn't. And, and it takes me back, Tavis, to Katherine Johnson. Mm-hmm. This woman, this brilliant woman, single-handedly saved the Apollo 13 space mission, and nobody said anything in real time. Mm-hmm. We had to wait 47 years until the movie Hidden Figures came out. And then at this point, Mrs. Johnson is in her 90s, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even realize everything that's happening. They're wheeling her over to, 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 to the president, and she's getting uh, uh, medals and honors, and NASA now wants to parade her around and put statues and plaques up. Where was the appreciation? For the brilliancy of these black women in real time, why do we have to wait for Ben Affleck and Matt Damon to put a movie out before we realize the significance of what Dolores Jordan did for influencers and athletes when it comes to endorsement deals? Why don't we, Tavis, appreciate black women and our contributions in real time? Mm. Let me let me let me take that question that is not at all rhetorical and put it back on you. Why do you think we do not? Because we don't demand it. Mm -hmm. We don't demand it. Tavis, I clap for myself. Mm. You know what? When I do something amazing, I buy billboards. Sure do. Mm -hmm. If I do something good, you going to know I did it because I'm going (laughs) to tell you about it. When I got USA Today's Woman of the Year, I had billboards all over the city of Minneapolis. Congratulations, Shaletta. You've been named USA Today's Woman of the Year. I paid for that. I clap for myself, and I'm encouraging black women to clap for ourselves. You know, for so long, Tavis, as black women, we've been taught, don't show out, mm-hmm. don't brag, do your job, keep your head low, keep your job. Don't, don't, everybody don't need to know what you're doing. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Because, see, when I know what I'm worth, you need to know what I'm worth, too. So you don't come at me and try to underpay me or undervalue me. You won't even come this way because you might not be able to afford the ticket on this dress. Mm-hmm. So, so you need to know that I know how fabulous I am. I am. And it's my job to let you know how fabulous I am. And you know what? If you want to be famous in a room with me, you got to go to another room because I'm sucking all the fame out of this room. <laughs> this is my room. All the money that is this room, is that's my money. And, and so we as black women have got to stop believing that we got to wait for somebody to shine a light on us. We need to walk in the room with our own light. We need to be our own biggest cheerleader and our own biggest advocate. And you know what? If we don't promote ourselves, Nobody else will. Yeah. It is hard. First of all, the more I listen to you, I'm, I'm reminded of a colleague here at our station who I uh, am very proud of. I, one of the one of the best decisions I've made. I made a few good ones around here when it comes to our talent. So let me, <laughs> let me not get myself in trouble singing out a particular talent. Uh, but we have a young lady on our, our station named Michelle Duffy. And the more you I listen to you, the more you remind me of Michelle. Michelle reminds me of you. Uh, it was just fascinating uh, to sit and, and hear both of y'all talk, you today and Michelle on her program on the weekends. But it's just the energy is palpable. The energy is uh, it's um, it, it's you, you catch it. You catch it when you talk to you uh, or Michelle uh, because you're just so positive about everything. And I never see you guys without a, either of you two sisters without a smile on your face, which is which is beautiful. And your haircut is similar as well. So you remind me of of, 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 of Michelle in a variety of ways. That, that said, it, it is it is it's it's impossible. I think, Shaletta, to disconnect. The respect that black women still don't get, which they richly deserve from the combination of patriarchy and racism that black women are always subjected to. 
I mean, black men, trust me, I've been a black male my whole life, obviously. And so I understand the journey that we have to walk, the journey that I've had to walk uh, to gain and garner some modicum of respect in the in the lane that I run in. But for black women, it's that combination. You mentioned Katherine Johnson. It's that, it's that combination of patriarchy and racism that has kept mm-hmm. black women from getting what they deserve. Um, I guess the question is whether or not you think uh, that in the future uh, that that conundrum for black women changes at all. You know, we're going to have to be it. We're going to have to be the change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have to support one another. When you see a sister clapping for herself, stand behind her and clap. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to change it, Tavis. And I'm just going to tell you something since we family. I ain't even supposed to be saying this right now because mm-hmm. I ain't got no clearance. I want to bring Dolores Jordan to Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and honor her with the first ever Dolores Jordan Disruptor Award. Mm-hmm. I send her a letter and ask her if she would please allow me to fly her here and, and treat her like a queen and have an award ceremony, not with a bunch of people, but just her. Mm-hmm. I just want to honor her. I want to spend one night letting her see the fruits of her labor so that black female thought leaders and executives and business owners can shower her with praise. And and I even went to the folks who created the Oscars, and I'm like, I want you to create me a trophy, an exact replica of the Air Jordan 1s. And I want to put her name on it. This is a trophy. And I want to do it on October the 26th, the day she signed the deal. We have to honor the boss ladies. I'm not going to wait for Hollywood to do it. I'm not going to wait for the president to do it. We have the power as black women to do it. And when society sees us celebrating ourselves... They don't have any choice except to jump on board because you were talking about all this time about black music and there's no music in America without black music. There's no America without black women. Mm -hmm. And we have to train them how to treat us. I keep telling my sisters who are in the same business that I'm in, if you take zero, they'll try to pay me zero. Mm -hmm. If we all expect the best, they have to come up to our level of expectation. So we are no longer going to accept the least of the things you have available. We want your best because we're going to give you our best, and that's yeah. only fair. Yeah. You know, one of the things I love about you, um, there are many things, but one of the things I love about you, and I, I try to live my life in the same way, uh, I find joy. I really do find joy, not happiness. Uh, that's fleeting. I find joy in loving and serving other people. I, I, it, 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 it brings me sublime joy uh, to love and to serve other people. I see this radio station uh, our mission is about loving and serving other people. The books I've written, the speeches I've given, my foundation, all that I've done has fundamentally been about loving and serving people. That's why I say all the time, Dr. West was here in the studio two hours ago. We have said for many, many years, you can't lead folk if you don't love folk and you can't save folk if you don't serve folk. So the leadership is fundamentally not about what kind of car you drive, how much money you have, what kind of degrees you have. None of that stuff matters. It's ultimately about what is the depth of your love for everyday people and what is the quality of your service to them. So that leading yeah. is about loving and serving people. And I, I'm, I'm so excited and thrilled. As a matter of fact, i got to dig out my phone and call Mrs. Jordan and encourage her <laughs> to accept your invitation. Uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't say she and I are the best of friends, but we spent some good time together over the years. So I'm going to call her and encourage her to accept your invitation to come to Minneapolis uh, and, and be feeded in the way that I know you'll do it, I know you'll do it right. And you got to come, too. If she says yes, you got to come, too. I'm telling you, I talked <laughs> to them Oscar people today, the people that make the trophy for the yeah. Oscars. And I was like, look, for what y'all charging me, I'm coming to put the 
to check in your hand. <laughs> I want to meet your mama, yeah. okay? I want to get to know your kids. We're going to be family because, you know, I need her to know that this will be done in a spirit of excellence yeah. and love. And and that's the thing, Tavis. There was a time in our community where, you know, you, you, you amassed Cadillacs. Mm-hmm. You know, you amassed property. Uh, you tried to have the biggest house and the finest jewelry and, you know, the biggest medallion and pinky ring. But mm-hmm. I think those days are gone. Yeah. And I think, Tavis, you set the example for how to do that, you and Dr. West. What are you doing for your brother? What are you doing for your neighbor? What are you doing for people outside of your circle and your sphere of influence? How are you being a blessing yeah. to people in your community? If you die, um, is everybody in your house rich, or did you enrich the lives of others? Mm. I, I want to leave that kind of legacy. I don't care. Mm. I'm riding around in the same car I had in 2013, and, and what do I do with the excess? Uh, you know, we provide Thanksgiving baskets. Mm-hmm. You know, we make sure that, that young girls who can't afford maxi pads have, have, have them. We, we make sure women who are stealing pampers out of the store for their kids have access to pampers and diapers. You know, those are the things that I want to do for my community, not show them yeah. that I can drive a fancy car with a hubcap spinning. Them days is gone. No, them days to, is gone. No, back to Dr. West. We were just talking about this a couple of hours ago, that anybody can be great, said Dr. King, because anybody can serve. You want to be great, just serve. All it takes is a heart full of grace, said Dr. King, and a soul generated by love. And I love, love, love Shaletta Brundage, and I love that she is uh, loving and serving others, including uh, stepping out here to honor uh, Ms. Uh, Mrs. Dolores Jordan. Uh, and for those who've not seen that film, and she didn't, she didn't shortchange it. It's a powerful, powerful film. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben and Matt, they did their thing, man. It's a powerful piece of work. And if you've not seen it, uh, you might want to check it out over the weekend. Uh, but you see how it inspired Shaletta uh, to move in the way that she's moving uh, to remind each of us that now is the time to honor the boss ladies in our midst. Shaletta Brunage, I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Amen. I love you the same and your entire team, all of the people that you have on your staff who have been so good to me and are so kind and think about giving a voice to people like me. You know what an honor it is for me to come on a show after Dr. Cornell West, presidential candidate of the United States of America. This is what you do, not just the best of these, but the least of these. And thank you. Nope. You are more than welcome. We'll talk soon. Uh, Take care of yourself. All right. God bless you. We'll talk to Connie Rice after news, traffic, and sports on KBLA Talk 1580.